0: Uh, we are here today with um, Sarah Stone, the founder of the Women's Tennis Coaching Association. Um, Sarah, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with us today. Now, you have upcoming presentations at the PTR International Tennis Symposium and in Indian Wells.
1: Yeah, hi hey, Jenny. Thanks for having me on. It's really Woo! exciting to talk to you. I watch all of these, so I'm glad that I get a chance to. Be in one, one with you. Oh, I'm just so
0: excited that we could, get, you know, coordinate our times and get here together. So, th- thank you. So, um, what, what are you going to be speaking about?
1: So, I'm actually doing only one presentation. That's at the PTR Symposium. I'm talking about doubles for singles. So, over my career, I've worked with a, quite a few players that have had a lot of success in doubles and singles. And in doubles before they had singles and I want to talk about how that double success impacted their singles career and also tactically which drills helped them to practice in doubles and then carry over onto the singles court.
0: Oh my goodness that is that is such an important topic and I, I just know from my own personal experience doubles certainly helped my singles and um, you know growing up I, I kind of I guess as many players was a singles focus, you know, baseline, tons of ground strokes, you know, serving. And then I really, I I honestly think I learned how to play doubles as an adult. I mean, even after going through juniors in college, you know, I started playing doubles in some league tennis and it's a whole different ball game. But, But as you said, playing doubles made me a better singles player for sure. To be able to move forward and come in and understand a whole different part of the game
1: <laughs> yeah yeah definitely we're, we're looking for girls to move through that transition in the middle of the court a lot of women's tennis you'll see is baseline to baseline bang 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 bang. and we see great people like Craig O'Shaughnessy opening our eyes to moving into that part of the court moving forward taking advantage of short balls and it's hard for players to do that of all levels because it, they get a little bit nervous and they're not used to that feeling of going forward so by playing doubles and not even serving volley, they might just serve and then hit a ground stroke and have to come in, or return a ball, hit a ground stroke and come in. There's a lot of different scenarios, the way that you return serve that can help you move into a more aggressive part of the court. So I think it's highly beneficial for coaches to understand how to explain that to their players and how to implement that in drills and then in match play.
0: Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I think that the fact that there's almost an invitation when you're playing doubles to, to go in and do something that you wouldn't necessarily do if you were playing singles and then to kind of see and understand how that can trans- transition into strengthening the singles game i mean that that's a massively important topic so i'm so glad i'm really looking forward to uh, your your presentation on that i'm, I'm really excited about it so um, tell us a little bit about how the Women's Tennis Coaching Association came about. Like, how did this happen?
1: Yeah, it's a question quite a few people ask me actually. Randomly, <laughs> here it is. Uh, so, I was spending some time with one of my best friends, who's one of Tennis Australia's top coaches. I was in Australia, and we were chatting about because she played on tour as well, and we chatted about the different coaches that are on tour and where we thought that. It could just be for women, keeping more players in the community, girls to tennis. My dad's a tennis coach, and he had explained to me in, in his numbers, he has a big business, probably around, it was at about 600 kids a week, now probably oh. somewhere 500, so wow. it's pretty big. And the girls drop out of tennis, and so we, my friend and I identified that there wasn't enough coach education specific to working with female players. And okay. we would also like to see more female coaches in tennis wow. so the WTCA's focus is education on how coaches can enhance their knowledge on working with female players and by having a, a better environment with people with more understanding of females I think will attract more female coaches to the sport and the numbers are pretty low it's, at the highest I think it's 20% of registered coaches across the globe are female in France I know it's 15% mm-hmm. so the Question is, how do we change that? And we think with the right environment, with coaches understanding women and working well with girls, male and female coaches, that'll be a, a place where women really want to work and feel like they can have a successful career.
0: Ah, uh, so that that's obviously near and dear to my heart, but um, so I love that you included male coaches in that because one maybe Miss can speak there, but the, the Women's Tennis Coaching Association is not yes it's for women and yes it's for everything that you just spoke about but it doesn't necessarily exclude males it's not that we're against no, no, no. male coaches and so i think that's sort of an important point not at all
1: <laughs> if if you talk to male coaches or you talk to female coaches they'll say there's typical age groups that girls can be more challenging to coach and then that's the same thing reported over and over uh, teenagers you know between 14 and 18 going through a lot of hormonal changes and when coaches can understand how, how those hormones are impacting them or affecting them then they can have a better understanding on how to work well with the females like the q angle how did what happens when girls have their periods and can they perform at the same level are there days you should back off how do they emotionally deal with situations I don't think boys and girls should be coached separately and we don't at the WTCA. think they should be coached separately, but there's definitely a different understanding physiologically for females and until this time, there was nothing really out there about that, so the guys are really supportive of having that knowledge because they, they want to be successful with these female yes. players and they want to retain female clients yes. and they felt like this was a great way for them to have a better understanding. and. There's so many fantastic male coaches and a lot that we work with. And it's really an inclusive environment. I think that when we named it the Women's Tennis Coaching Association, that's where some guys at the start kind of thought, is that for women? But it's Women's Tennis Coaching Association. So these guys are coaching women's tennis. And so that's where it came from. There's other associations, uh, the female coaching network. It's out of England. Well, that's, uh, or no, it's female coaches, Ugh. female coaching. Okay. Anyway, it's specific to female coaches. Ours is about women's tennis. How can everybody be their best at coaching female players?
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, thank you for that because that was really awesome as far as saying how inclusive it is. Um, about coaching coaching women, coaching females, and, and this is something that everyone uh, needs to you know have more education on to keep females in the sport. So thank you. Thank you for what you're doing.
1: <laughs> you know, on one side, when you look at it, it's financially good for all coaches because if you retain more females, you have a better business. So if we look at the numbers when kids start to drop out, it's around the age of 10. And some statistics show that at 17, 75% of girls have dropped out of competitive tennis. I I definitely know my dad's business, and it's not the only business in the world, but there's a lot of uh, girls that stop playing. How can we keep them playing through their teenage years with a better understanding of them and a better connection with the player and its place and its coaching, even though it's in group tennis, if you can understand the girls well, They'll enjoy it and they'll want to stick around. People don't do things that aren't fun, so we need to understand when people feel understood, then it's a much better experience for them in anything in life.
0: Oh, of course. I mean, you hit on some some really major topics there as far as athlete-centered coaching, for a coach to be able to understand the athlete that they're working with, male or female, and all the all the strings attached you know we all have we all have our strings attached (laughs) you know as far as you know learning how somebody ticks and being able to communicate to to make that player better you know and, and like you said you know, people don't like to do things they don't enjoy doing. So, so to figure out, you know, a way. It's pretty obvious, right? Yeah, me? I mean, you know, we do things we like to do, you know, or or, or for me, for the most part, <laughs> you know. I mean, uh, so so to figure out a way to really engage each athlete at their level in their space and and help them reach their goals and improve. I mean, I think is is sort of at the core of what we're all trying to do and. So to better understand, you know, a female athlete is just, you know, it's so important. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: it's really important.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, so we're we're basically less than two weeks out from the tennis symposium in Hilton Head and then a couple of weeks out from uh, Indian Wells. Is there anything else you want to say uh, out there to everyone? <laughs>
1: Indian Wells is a new event, it's something that we've worked on with the PTR, it's a collaboration. The PTR supported us in New York, but more from a a supporting standpoint, and that was specific to coaching female players. At Indian Wells, it's coaching men and women, and we've come together and brought some really great speakers in. I'm really excited, actually, to catch up with Melanie Udan, who's retired, and she's from around your neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. she's psyched to come out and move into a new part of her career which will be great always always love listening to Craig O'Shaughnessy you know we have a lot of Aussies out there but he's (laughs) he's a really cool guy Emma Doyle's doing some great stuff for us out there yes yes yeah globally doing some fantastic things she's she's raising the bar and she has her uh her volley Challenge put, uh, press for progress, which is going to be great. I, I hope you're going to be in that as well. Oh, I'm, I'm on and, it. Um, yep. <laughs> that's, a new, that's a new initiative that that we're doing out there, and we have Dr. Rick Lehman who's coming in. He's he's a guru. He's a really cool guy from yes. St. Louis. Yes. Erin Boyton, she's uh the medical director for the WTCA. Not everyone knows everything about Erin, but she's the first female orthopedic surgeon in North America. Leeds. Toronto Blue Jays, she's awesome. Uh, Carl Peterson's coming down from Canada. Eric Perkins is coming in for the NCAA. A new one, Alex Liatu, is a player that I actually coached before she went and played at Vanderbilt and Baylor, and now she's the assistant coach at Georgia State. It's another person nearby to you, not right where you are. That's a neighbor. you all in that, that, that area down there, the coolest part of the country. <laughs> Alison is, is a great girl. We're, we're bringing in some new people. Then, I'll probably forget some people, Debbie Graham, Marianne Wardell, we're, and Angelica Gabaldon. We're really pleased to have some, some of these people coming back into tennis and into a speaking role and really coming into... They were great players and they uh, excellent coaches, but they haven't done as, as much you know, presenting and I, I know Marianne does quite a bit of speaking and Debbie does some things as well but we really want to get those experienced superstar women out there and, and get give people the opportunity to learn from them I hope I didn't forget anyone but I, I probably did, I did my best Mike Joyce, really happy to see him too he's, he's working with uh, with Conta, which is a really cool assignment for him. She's a great girl. And, and having guys like Mike Joyce coaching on the women's tour is something that we're, we're really, really lucky to have. And, and it really brings up the level of women's tennis. We don't, we don't want to see him go to the ATP side, so we're trying to <laughs> get those guys on our tour and really push up the tour and make it great for everybody, fans and players and coaches, and just a really fun environment.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I was already excited, but now I'm even more excited. So, <laughs> Well, Sarah, I, I am so excited to, to see you, and thank you again so much for, for you know, making time in your schedule to, to uh, speak to the conferences coming up. And so I really appreciate hey, you and all you're doing. Thank you.
1: Last one I have to plug is we're having a meeting for women's tennis. So <laughs> that's male and female coaches at PTR at the symposium, it's Wednesday morning at 8.15. Judy Murray is going to be there. So guys and girls, get yourselves to this cool meeting, and let's work together to to do the best that we can in the industry and further women's tennis. Press for progress.
0: Thanks, <laughs> you. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>